they hate. And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names. I can feel the sun. Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. Yes, that is 32323. 32323. Yeah. Those are good days. Those are good days. Corey was actually surprised that I didn't get all excited about like two days ago when it was 32123. I think I mentioned that, but today is 32323. And this is episode 351 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And another coffee with Brian this morning. We got all sorts of fun stuff to talk about. We're going to circle back to some things from yesterday. We're going to talk about, um, yeah, Clyde. Clyde has been a riot the last couple of days. We got some awesome videos of him. Uh, and uh, yeah, a little silliness yesterday. Uh, met the neighbor. Met the neighbor. Uh Super nice guy. Just exactly what you'd expect out in Texas. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Whataburger. Whataburger. You're going to talk about Whataburger. Been down here in Texas for what, going on five months, I think, and uh, hadn't swung into the Whataburger, but we gave it a try. But anyway, let's uh, check out that comment section, see who's hanging out this morning, and then we'll get to the question of the day. Gingerbread Farms was way early, 2.30 this morning. Whew. Whew. Best part of waking up is that shit water in your cup. I mean, Folgers in your cup. Hey, good morning, Gingerbread. How we doing? He's working on a um, biochar project using Dutch oven and his wood stove. Uh, you got to check that out. Hit over to YouTube and just type in Gingerbread Farms. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He hangs out quite a bit with us here in the chat and uh, in all the Telegram communities. Uh, Pippinized, good morning there already this morning, looking up uh, History Wiki. Um, let's see. 1775, Revolutionary War. Patrick Henry delivers his speech, give me liberty or give me death. Um at the St. John's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia. That was kind of important in the history of this country. And uh, he says he thinks uh, gingerbread says he thinks they're going with the section second option. Yeah, 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 for sure. And also in uh, 1848, there was a ship called the John Wycliffe arrives in Port Chalmers. And let's see, Robin had a rough morning. She woke up and had a uh, busted up hot water tank. What's going on with you, Robin? What is going on? Good morning. And I'm glad you just made up some coffee and realized there's nothing you could do about it at six in the morning. Good morning, Josh. He was the first to say first. Uh, and oh, Mike's Philippine Nomad. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody doing? And Diggs, by the way, what's going on over there on uh, Twitch? Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Thanks for stopping in again. I think I've seen your name in here before. Appreciate you dropping by. So that is, uh, <laughs> you ain't about that John Wick life. <laughs> morning josh is everybody drinking today i know gingerbread's got some folgers but he's got some uh he's got some savior on the way let's just put it that way um he should be arriving uh today i'm guessing today keep an eye out man robin she is going a little uh overboard i think 
I think she's looking into it a little too much because she says, could it be Satan, Satan, Satan? I don't think so. I think water heater was probably of age or defective and um, just developed a crack and eventually ended up giving way under the pressure of 50 gallons of water. I don't know what size tank he got, but eh, mm, eh, you know, anyway, if we, uh, box store organic whole beans for Robin, oh, mm, mm, it's okay. It's okay. Anyway, we're coming up on five minutes, so let's get rolling with that uh, perfect cup question of the day. It's another, um, it's another, hmm, yeah, not real happy. This week has been a little, yeah, I know, Robin, I I know the church lady from Saturday Night Live. I gotcha, I gotcha. I don't watch that anymore. But the question today is another one that uh, did not get vetted very well, but we'll give her a shot. We'll give her a shot. Um, we had some good comments in the in the Telegram chat. I got to scroll back up to them because uh, I didn't copy and paste because the question just irritated me after I posted it. But we'll get going and uh, see how it goes. All right, everyone. It's time for the 39th edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat, t.me slash lots chat. You can also find us at theperfectcup.shop where you can find premium air roasted coffee and coffee merch and thelotsproject.com. The question of the day today is, which is more important, justice or mercy? Which is more important, justice or mercy? And the first question, the first comment in the Telegram group just nailed it. Um, totally situational. And not mutually exclusive. <laughs> and in some cases, they can be the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. This might be the shortest, shortest episode of the Perfect Cup um, ever. Because as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where this came from. But let me explain to you. These questions uh, were picked up from a huge list. I did a whole bunch at once just to make sure I did all of the questions every day. Uh, I got them in a list. I put them out the day before. I think about them. I uh, I don't really even look at them till the day before. I glance at them quickly for a copy and paste on Sunday to make up all my show art. And away we go. It keeps it fresh. It keeps it... Uh, I don't get to sit and contemplate on them for months and months and months. That's the idea. Unfortunately, when you do that, and you run through them really quick and you don't process them and it's just words and uh, ink on a page or uh, dots on a screen, you don't really uh, catch the, the stink bombs. And man, this week has been full of them. Justice or mercy. I mean, it really, really, it depends. <laughs> I mean, really, it doesn't get any more. Uh, I think Chris uh, Chris Dixon uh, just summarized it completely accurately. He says, what do you mean? Do you want me to explain the difference between what's more important, oranges, apples, or bananas? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Gingerbread says the tides of severe. Oh, hippie James or or Corporal. Oh man, yeah, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Justice, at a lot of times in my life, I wanted revenge. I wanted justice. What I thought was justice. Um, as we went through the whole, oh, let's see, series of events over a, a shitload of years. What, uh, what it started with what Michael Brown and um, George Floyd. And there were several. Philando Castillo, I think. I don't know. I'm trying to dig these names out of my memory hole because I don't really watch TV and I only catch it in passing when shit's burning down. Um, but the the rallying cry for all of these was like, no justice, no peace. Now, I am not a lawyer. I am not a police officer. I am not a detective. Um, some of these... Some of these things don't all add up. I'm not saying that these people shouldn't have been killed. I'm not saying that all of them were rightful or wrongful or should have been done or not or was murder or like this is not my call to make. But, but, um, it's the tagline no justice, no peace assumes that there's going to be justice for something that happened that may not have happened the way it's been told. Um, Robin says, justice is more black and white. Mercy's emotion. Justice could be the death penalty and mercy a life sentence. Or mercy could be the death penalty if they're suffering. Hmm. Interesting. Is justice is justice revolving around the action and mercy revolving around the individual? Is that the difference? I don't necessarily know if justice is more black and white either. Um, who values who values an eye for an eye? I mean, an eye for an eye is pretty straightforward but when um do we do we go to that as a society do we go to um somebody stole 71 dollars from me so i get to go steal 71 dollars from them somebody broke my arm so i get to break their arm is that what justice is is it is it equal who decides what's equal unless it is equal Robin says justice is always is justice also isn't always the outcome you were wanting. Justice becomes dangerous. Josh says justice becomes dangerous when it's used as a buzzword to push an agenda. Yeah, that was kind of what I was getting at um, with the whole protesting thing was what did they want? And this was the thing that always bothered me about the protesters. There was never a clear delineation of what they wanted. It wasn't, um, Gingerbread says, justice could be mercy to a victim. Correct. Correct. Um, but they were always screaming for justice. They are always screaming, no justice, no peace. No one was ever up front with a clear message saying, this is what we want. This is what justice is for us. 
this is what it looks like for us to be made whole, I guess. I didn't know that they knew the gentleman, um, but I get it. I mean, I get what they were going for. I'm not a, a totally emotionally stunted person, but um, yeah, I think you got to put out there what you want before you can say you want it. You can't just, what do we want? We don't know. When do we want it now? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But anyway, um, Josh says uh, the victim, their perpetrator, society overall, it's rarely clear. It's yeah, it's a big, mucky, weird. Blah. Yeah. Maybe it's better to go back for to an eye for an eye. It would make it clear cut and simple. It sucks, but I mean, you don't fuck with people then. Justice doesn't mean an eye for an eye. Why wouldn't that mean justice? I don't know. Justice may be 10 years for an eye, but the victim wants the eye. I don't know. I don't know if justice doesn't mean an eye for an eye. In today's world, it does. I mean, interesting. <laughs> Pippin I says an eye for an eye would leave the whole world blind. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. We're just spinning on not even the question, but that's kind of what uh, what happens when uh, you got a great crowd sitting in the comments, uh, just throwing out ideas and uh, stimulating thoughts. So I appreciate everyone that hangs out in the morning um, and uh, contributes. So thanks, uh, all you guys over there in the comments. I appreciate you showing up every day. If you want to hang out and uh, contribute to the conversation, maybe send it a little sideways, maybe get your thoughts heard. Join us on YouTube or Facebook every morning, 6 a.m. Central. We get the question rolling about five after. We stop in, give some chance, give people a chance to hang in there, jump in and uh, and get settled in, and then we roll with the question. And then you can stick around for the rest of the show. So I appreciate it if you join us. Otherwise, grab uh, grab a look at theperfectcup.shop or thelotsproject.com. And now back to the main show. Jeez. <laughs> Just us from the monkeys. Gingerbread. Gingerbread. Uh, he's the monkeys in the he's the monkey in the crowd. But 2:30 in the morning, man. Really? Really? Blowing up my chat. 2:30 in the morning with history. First thing I first thing I pull up the chat, I'm like all all tired, and I've been running around this morning. I had extra stuff to do and uh before the show and so i just sat down and i'm opening up the laptop and i'm like eyes are kind of opening up haven't taken that first sip of coffee and i, I the chat pulls up and there's fucking james 2 30 in the morning talking about plymouth rock or something <laughs> oh james henry <laughs> like, what <laughs> he says no it's 205 <laughs> thanks thanks for the prep someday i'm gonna come in here and you're gonna sit there and just comment the whole morning while uh while i'm sleeping and i gotta wake up and i have to scroll for 20 minutes to get to the bottom of the comments <laughs> don't get any ideas don't get any ideas anyway anyway let's talk about stuff on my list 
Whataburger. Whataburger. So they don't have those where I'm from. They don't have them where I was originally from. They don't have them in Minnesota. Um, I've obviously heard of Whataburger. I've seen, uh, wasn't there one of those stupid comedy movies? That's where they like worked at the mock. It was almost like coming to America where they worked at McDonald's. I think they worked at a Whataburger, but it wasn't really a Whataburger, but it had the same design and everything. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Gingerbread says Pippin did the history. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Ryan. I didn't mean to give you, give you, not give you credit. And James, I, uh, I apologize for assuming that you were willing to do that. <laughs> Man. Oh, what I tell you, it was early. And if you, if you guys are in the chat, if you would look at the chat and look at these avatars and tell me that that Pippinized and Gingerbread don't look really close to the same. Corey says I'm right. So you guys are just wrong. Like you just need to learn to accept it. I have. <laughs> anyway, Corey said yesterday, <coughs> well, we've been talking for the last couple of days. We're like, we've been five months in, in Texas and Whataburger is like this culture down here. Like, um, I literally have seen babies in Whataburger onesies. We got an Amber alert. Um, it was shortly after we got here. We get an Amber alert on our phone. Man, there's a lot of kids that get stolen in Texas, by the way. Like, we used to get Amber alerts in Minnesota, and it'd be like once every six months, your phone would start going off, and you're like, oh, my God, it's tornado season. Oh, no, a kid got taken. Um, and it'd be like once or twice a year you'd get them. We were down here, and like in the first two months, we get like six. Like every night, it's like, Oh, um, and the best, the best are the descriptions. It'll be like black child with dark hair and brown eyes taken by a, a black male with dark hair and black eyes wearing a black shirt and blue jeans. Oh, let me keep an eye out. <laughs> like a black guy with a black baby. Weird. I would have never guessed. <laughs> Jesus. But these are the descriptions we're getting over and over. And then what comes through, like, it was like two months after we got or two weeks after we got here. Amber alert. Baby stolen. Wearing a Whataburger onesie. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Pip and I's vague party of one. Your table is ready. I don't know. The kid wearing the Whataburger onesie was my favorite over the winter. Like, I'm not trying to make light of anybody. These kids are getting stolen or whatever. It really seemed to be a lot of domestics that got turned into Amber Alerts. Um, just reading, uh, yeah, just reading, paying attention to the words on the screen. Uh, Josh says the Amber Alerts down here. My God, don't tell me about the dad running with a kid and walks a Kachini in a cold Subaru. It's like seven hours from here. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. I. <laughs> Josh says Texas is huge. It must be a statewide system. And that's what we noticed. Corey would be like, oh, another Amber Alert. I'm like, where is it? They're like, north of Dallas. I'm like, what? 
in case they're headed hot on their way to the fucking campground to hide the kid. We'll keep an eye out for a black male with a black baby. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Corey and I figured that we couldn't spend five, four or five months in Texas without trying Whataburger. Now, two years ago, um, we wouldn't even have attempted it. We wouldn't have attempted it. We go through huge swings in our in our eating and our diet. Um, right now, we are on a very, very low downswing. Um, we are not eating very clean. We're not eating very good. We're adjusting to life on the road, or I can keep telling myself we are. Um, but we have a small freezer um, and uh, all sorts of other excuses. But they have to change because I can't buy new clothes. <laughs> And uh, regardless, I mean, you got to have the local stuff. Um, Corey doesn't have a gallbladder um, that can make eating new foods um, interesting, to say the least, to say the least. Uh, and I just I have like a rock gut. But when I'm eating clean and then I throw something like that in me, it's um, yeah, it doesn't work out well. Sorry, I'm trying to get this mosquito before he lands on me and tries to bite me. Um, well, we finally figured out that we're leaving Texas and Arkansas may have Whataburgers, but it seems to be the deal down here. So we were like, before we leave on Saturday morning, we got to get Whataburger. How about this afternoon? We'll have it for a late lunch, early dinner, and then uh, just kind of roll through the evening. So I pulled up the website. I talked to Josh. I said, Hey, you've been down here. What's good at Whataburger? Like, is it like the burger? Is it like Burger King? Because Corey likes um, Corey likes the chicken sandwich at Burger King more than the burger, but they're called Burger King. But I didn't want to go to Whataburger and get like a burger, and then you're like, dude, you should have tried the chicken sandwich. Josh confirmed the burger is kind of the thing you do. And he said it's like that second-level fast food. So you got, in my opinion, when I used to be a fast food aficionado, um, I try not to be anymore. But it was like McDonald's, Burger King are kind of on this level. And then you stepped up to like a Wendy's or a Hardee's or uh, Arby's. There was a second level of fast food. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know if there was anything above that. I was too rich for my blood. But anyway, Josh told us this, this was like that second level, like a Wendy's or a Hardee's. He was right. He was right. Um, the customer service experience was fantastic. Uh, Corey and I like pre-looked at the menu on their website just because we didn't know like what came on the burgers or you know you never know you order something and it ends up with all sorts of shit you don't want on it just because that's that's normal here so we went uh we went through the website she was still working we put our order um together on the website so i could remember uh when i got there i could remember what she wanted and didn't screw her shit up uh, otherwise, she just gets what I think uh, she should have. And um, so we put all the orders in and I didn't order because I'm like 10 minutes, 15 minutes away. Didn't know how long it was going to take. So I go to the restaurant, pull in the parking lot. It was pretty. Eh, there were a decent amount of people inside. There was nobody in the drive through and all the pickup. They had the little pickup way curbside things. I was like, OK, well, I went to pull up the thing, uh, the order thing to go through the drive-thru. And I was like, well, shit, why don't I just order it online? See how this works? Because, um, 
I can, uh, I can, I can order it on the website. If we're like really, really liked it and we we're going somewhere, we could like pre-order it on the road or something. I'm going to see how this works when we're back down in Texas again, or we run across the Whataburger, whatever. I just want to know how this works. If we're rolling and we don't have a lot of time, we got our rig. I could pre-order it, run in and get it park on the side of the road. Shit like that. So I had it up on my phone anyway. And I, uh, so I put the order through, put my, uh, full debit card in Erden sat back for getting this shitty food um hey if you don't have full check the link in the in the video description below and uh, sign up now you'll get uh, extra satoshis bitcoin's on sale right now but it's about to spike so get in now just just maybe the banks aren't doing so well so you might want to get free bitcoin for using fiat dollars uh anyway back to uh, the order i uh i I was on the website, put the order in, threw my fold card in, boom, boom, boom. Uh, it goes through. It says your order's been received. And it gave me this little instruction thing where basically when I showed up to the store, um, I had picked curbside pickup. I could have picked drive through. I could have picked curbside. I could have picked go inside. And some, it appears, has delivery. So I was like, all right, well... I'm just going to roll up into one of these pickup things, pickup spots. And uh, it said, when you get there, you just put the number of the one you pull in into the app. Or it wasn't really an app. It was a website still. And so I pulled up there immediately. It said it was going to be six to nine minutes for my lunch. I was like, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. I pull up into spot two and I say, uh, check in. I hit the button and I hit two and I hit click. And it said, associate will be right out. Your, your meal is being processed. I'm like, okay, six to nine minutes. That is right out to me. So I start doing my fold spins and dicking around on my phone and not like two minutes later, uh, out comes an employee. I was like, man, that was a quick six minutes. She's got my drink. She came out and, uh, Oh my God, I'm going to sneeze. Excuse me. Oh man. <laughs> you ever have to sneeze and it almost makes you feel like you need to throw up? Every once in a while. It's just this weird, weird reaction, but... Uh, the pollen got me. Yeah. Anyway, this this lady comes out and she's holding the drink and she's like, "Hey, I got this order for Brian." And I'm like, "Oh my god, she just gonna? I, did I just order a drink for thirty dollars? <laughs> Holy shit!" She's like, "Your food's being cooked. It'll be right out." And I'm like, "This girl just brought me my drink. She walked all the way out to hand me my drink, and then like two minutes, three minutes later, somebody else walked all the way out and hand me my food." I was like, this is fantastic. I mean, they weren't very busy inside. It, like when I started looking through the windows, it's not like there were lines at the thing and it wasn't rush or anything. But I was like, that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Um, got the food, headed home. It was still warm when I got home. It was it was uh, a short enough drive. Fries were good. Fries were definitely good. I, uh, I really, I liked the fries. Uh, they stayed um fairly 
fairly crispy. They didn't get super soggy, uh, even though uh, they weren't really fresh by the time we got home and we we're eating and everything. But uh, fries were good. I like them. Corey, you like the fries, right? Corey likes the fries. The burger, it was a burger. I mean, I got these grilled onions on them. I misread it. I thought they were fried onions. I thought they were like the onion straws, um, but they were grilled onions and they were kind of mushy and flew everywhere when you ate the sandwich they like kind of pushed out of the sandwich it was really weird um flavor minimal flavor out of the onions the burger decent consistency is it reminded me definitely of like a wendy's burger or um almost a smash burger and uh <sighs> yeah it was what it was but i will tell you i'm not sure how they got their name I'm guessing it was on the website. I did not end up reading the story. It wasn't that important to me, but I'm guessing it's it has a play on man. Man, I just ate that and what a burger. But I had some other thoughts. I said, hey, Corey, what'd you think of that burger? Because I think it's going to be uh, out the other end pretty quick. <laughs> like I mentioned, she's got a uh, she's got a gall, no gallbladder, no gallbladder at all. Um, so that doesn't help with greasy, new or changing foods. And, um, yeah. So if you want to eat a block of cheese, what a burger for taking care of that after the fact. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> See what uh, people had to say about the Josh says it's fast food, fast in and fast out. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, Pippinized, I got him all excited about Arby's chicken bacon Swiss sandwich. I know what he's having for lunch, hopefully. Uh, Josh, for a drive through it's good. It's not five guys, but it's also not five guys money. And Josh needs five guys in his mouth all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, happens both ways there, buddy. Uh, Chick-fil-A is a similar setup. I do the curbside when, whenever I get it. Uh, yeah, and Josh said yesterday, he's like, if I wanted a chicken, I'd go to Chick-fil-A. If you want a burger, go to Whataburger or Five Guys. We had Five Guys up north. They were pretty decent. Smash Burger. I don't know if you guys got Smash Burger. Oh, John Dowie out of... Um, out of the TSP community has a issue with uh, Smash Burger. He's like, yeah, it's it's a restaurant that can't figure out how to cook a cook a burger done and uh, wants to save some money on supplies. And uh, J Gingerbread's talking tree sperm, the pollen. Yeah, and uh, and Josh, nah, he can only afford four guys. But if they bring a friend, they bring a friend. Hmm, interesting. But Whataburger experience was all right. Um, yeah, it is what it is. It was better than McDonald's. Would I drive from another state to get it? Absolutely not. Am I going to crave it? Am I going to be sitting up in Tennessee next month going, whew, man, I really hope there's a Whataburger somewhere close. Nah. Nah. But, man, if we make it back down here and we're still eating like shit, which I hope we're not. I really hope we're not. We just got to start eating better because I feel so much better. Yesterday, yesterday afternoon, <coughs> we had bought a couple bags of uh, treats, dessert treat candy um, to, to snack on or have for dessert or whatever. Way too much sugar. Like I feel, mm, yeah. 
So yesterday afternoon, I'm sitting there after the Whataburger and having a couple of York peppermint patties, and I'm just like nodding off. It was humid. It was gloomy out. The sun wasn't shining. Uh, you get the fuck the afternoon nods, you know, usually when you're at work, not when you're at home working for yourself. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I, I uh, was nodding off. I was like, man, I don't know. I might be getting sick. I think my body's trying to tell me it's tired. I should probably go lay down and take a nap so I don't get sick. And I'm like, wait a second. It's probably all the shit I just put in my body and all the sugar <laughs> crash and grossness that I just shoved in my mouth. That might be what's making me tired and i should probably just power through it um uh pippin i says i told north orlando is getting a bucky's uh didn't even know that place had a cult fall oh jesus dude they have two cult followings let me tell you one is the customer base the customer base is insane for bucky's i uh, i tell you um i'm not sure I'm not sure. Um, I I went there, uh, not on this trip. I actually went there because of the other cult following they have, and that's Fuel Techs. Uh, we came down here, uh, me and a friend, uh, but a coworker who was a friend and a coworker who wasn't. <laughs> Weird. Um, we all came down here for training, and um, we had some free time, and so we went to Bucky's. Like it is like the Disney World of gas stations, on the gas side. Like in the store side, it's like a big—I don't even know what you would call it—like a Walmart and a gas station mixed in two. Maybe they have. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's like you can buy there's like full restaurant not full restaurant but like uh full service food counters um there's clothing department i think when we walked in there was a you could buy a barbecue in the entryway they had like pellet smokers they had um yeah everything everything but the gas side was amazing. They have 128 fueling positions. That's 64 gas dispensers. 64. The average gas station, the average large gas gas station. And Bucky's doesn't do trucks, by the way. It's all commercial vehicles. It's all uh, uh, personal vehicles, cars, trucks, SUVs. Um, no tractor trailers. I think you can get a camper in there, but I wouldn't advise it. Um There it is. Josh describes it. It's a huge restaurant, gift store, tourist attraction, Texas-themed gas station with bathrooms that are next level. The bathrooms, I do have to say, the bathrooms are some of the cleanest bathrooms ever in a gas station. No questions asked. If you, like, drop a pubic hair on the fucking floor, some dude's in there with a pair of tweezers picking it up because they cannot have it dirty. That might be a little bit more than they do, but they're, they're definitely clean. Definitely clean and he also says like a five-star truck stop with no truck truckers yes yeah no truckers all gas 64 gas dispensers so 128 fueling positions at the one i was at um you don't understand what type of equipment 
and networking and the back room. Let's just say the back room at this place, fucking unreal for someone in the industry. So yes, it is a, it is definitely attraction for customers. It's a tourist trap. Uh, I didn't really dig much into the inside. I was just like, eh, da, da, da. Uh, we just wanted to get into the back room and see the fuel controllers and uh, see a normal gas station is going to have the max of like maybe 12 dispensers. Um, the equipment is manufactured from the manufacturer to accommodate up to 16. That's probably why it's usually 12 or 14 or 16 because you don't have to buy extra shit. Bucky's with 64 needs several sets of everything and they all have to be networked together. Um, yes, they do have a full-time bathroom staff and each bathroom was a separate, each stall is a separate room. Like they have ceiling to floor stall dividers with a door. Um, yeah, 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 it's pretty cool. Um, one thing, um, Wawa is pretty good. Wawa has, uh, has a good reputation in the fuel tech industry. Um, gingerbread, you would have really loved driving for, uh, Bucky's if you've driven for Costco. Uh, you were telling me about your uh, delivery schedule, one filling, one dumping, one in transit. Um, when I was at Bucky's, they had three tanks on site. One dumping, one staging, one backup, and multiple in transit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they go through a little fuel, let's just say. But anyway, super cool store. Uh, they're doing very well. They're expanding. They're going all over the country. It's not going to be a Texas thing very much longer. Josh says they... Uh, uh husky i don't know what they had i think they had gilbarco actually they had a gilbarco dispensers uh the one i was at and i'm guessing gilbarco fucking give them anything they want uh it's kind of like costco um <laughs> yeah here this sums it up this sums it up from josh you want to feel like a king while you shit See a whole wall of jerky, buy a brisket sandwich, rhinestone coated decor, deer corn, or a hunting blind. Want to leave $300 poorer? Stop at a Bucky's. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they don't advertise fuel prices and they don't give a shit about competing on fuel. Their draw is the fucking inside. Um, I don't know if it's the same anymore. This was whew, three or four years ago when I went, but the one I went to was hiring 17 year old kids to stand in the parking lot and direct cars. Um, this is, you know, it's a big gas station when you need people directing, uh, directing traffic in the, in the car, in the parking lot, they were hiring them for like 18 or $19 an hour to direct cars around the parking lot part-time with benefits and uh, vacation days. I was like, whew, interesting. I was thinking it wasn't a bad gig. <laughs> but yeah, Bucky's coming to a town near you. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, what else is going on? Yesterday, I... Um, Josh says 16 to $25 an hour, depending on position and shift uh, at this point. 
made uh, made some plans uh, for our next stop yesterday. Uh, I'm excited. We are kind of getting into rock hunting. Rock hounding. Uh, Corey and I were into it uh, up in Minnesota. We'd walk our property all the time. We had a nice dirt road. We had a lots of lots of different. Um, types of rocks in Minnesota, lots of agates and things like that. We would just walk along and find them uh, very easily on our property. So we got into it a little bit. We started polishing rocks. We started um, going down that road. When we hit the road, we thought, what a cool, what a cool little hobby to have uh, go kind of rock hunting where we are. So we started down through Tennessee. We found some cool little things in Tennessee, uh, down into Mississippi. And as we were traveling, we started looking um, what rocks to look for in Texas. And basically every website I looked at said, don't bother. <laughs> like there ain't shit. Uh, used to be an ocean floor. Uh, it said Texas and Louisiana are the two worst states in the continental United States to look for rocks. And here I am going to spend four months there after I decided I wanted to look for rocks wherever I went. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. We started spreading some cool rocks around the property uh, that we brought from Minnesota. We actually got rid of all of them uh, to our landowner who used them for her turtle tank, which we were super excited about. We we're super excited about. Um, but anyway, we're hitting the road again. And Josh, who I spent... Um, just says Texas has sand, clay, and crack rock. <laughs> anyway, when I was telling Josh about our rock thing um, and that we were going to head up through Arkansas, that we wanted to go to the diamond mine there in Arkansas at uh, uh, Crater Diamond Crater of Diamonds National Park State Park. I don't remember the exact name, but I was going to go look for diamonds. And he's like, "Hey, I met this dude." Uh, who lives up in Arkansas. He he hunts rocks. A lot of them. A lot of them. Knows his shit. You should check out his TikTok and his, and his Facebook. Met him at Float Fest. Um, and so I, uh, I looked him up, sent him a message, and, hey, we made plans. We're going to go we're looking for rocks. I said, hey, dude, you teach me about rocks. You teach me about some stuff. My wife and I are kind of getting into it um you take us out maybe find some keepsakes he says absolutely i am always looking for a chance to dig uh we can go to the diamond mine but if you really want to find something i'll take you someplace to go i'm excited i'm excited someone that knows what they're doing someone that knows where to go to definitely find some keepsakes is what i like to hear um we don't need a lot we just want a few keepsakes to take with us but i'm excited to go look with him uh, I'm excited more to learn from him, uh, ask questions. He's going to be so sick of talking by the end of the day, or maybe he's not, maybe he's, he, he, uh, he can't get enough talking about rocks. So, yeah, <laughs> I, th I thought you were asking me a question. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry guys. Sorry guys. I thought Corey was asking me a question, but anyway, I'm excited. We're going to hit that up. Uh, definitely document it. Definitely, uh, get some content with our host. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to do that at the beginning of the week when we get to Arkansas. So that plans are made. Plans are made. Every stop trying to do something new and exciting and, uh, and experience this road trip as much as possible. So 
rock hounding it is rock hounding it is can't wait to show you guys what we find um i think i'm gonna wrap it up i'm gonna wrap it up i got lots of stuff here on this list to transfer over to tomorrow tomorrow is friday 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 Josh says, Justin loves his rocks. He won't mind. You won't get him to shut up. Perfect. Corey's going to bring headphones. Corey's going to go walk around and look for rocks by herself. And Justin and I are just going to, uh, are just going to um, talk and record content <laughs> and find cool rocks. And Josh is mad. He forgot to send booting for, jo for Justin. I'm kind of upset you didn't fill our freezer before we left. <laughs> Corey's been yelling at me about it since. <laughs> and Josh says there is actually a lot of petrified wood in Texas. I know. I'm pretty sure I talked to one at, uh, at the service station when I was getting the truck fixed. Find that video if you want. Anyway, item of the day, Gouda TPMS monitoring system, tire pressure monitoring system. Uh, we installed it in the truck when we got the camper so that we could see the pressure and temperature of our trailer tires. Um, gives us a clue into if anything's going wrong, anything's going sideways. Um, and it also has some that go on the truck. We've really liked it. I think my batteries might be getting a little low in a couple of them. They keep blipping out. I'm still looking into that, but I don't think it's a major issue as of yet. One thing I do have to advise is make sure you put um, make sure you put some sort of grease or graphite powder or something on the valve stem when you install this, when you install the lock nut, when you install the monitor itself, they will seize up on your valve stems if you don't take them off regularly. I think they did. I don't know if it happens to everyone. They haven't happened to all my tires, but you get some sand or grit or something in there, they will corrode on and you are replacing your whole valve stem, which without a valve stem, your tire won't hold pressure. So if you're doing it on the side of the road, you're kind of fucked. Um, I found out the hard way the day we were leaving for our journey, selling our homestead and taking off. <sighs> but still love it. We love it. Um, it gives you peace of mind and uh, a backup on a backup. So Check it out. Gouda TPMS monitoring system. The one I have listed has eight, eight um, for eight tires. So you can do a truck and a trailer, a truck and two different trailers. Uh, yeah, whatever you want, whatever you want. And um, there it is. There it is. The Gouda TPMS. Even if you don't need one of those, but you need to do some shopping on Amazon, I would appreciate it if you click on the link. And head on over there so we get a little credit for everything you buy and it helps support the lots project yeah or you can go to the lotsproject.com and check out what we got going on there all sorts of merch and different things i offer consulting services and the like check it out at the lotsproject.com the lotsproject.com telegram chat at t.me slash lots chat t.me slash lots chat or you can always find me on tit Twitch, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Gab, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Fountain.fm, and all the other podcast 2.0 value for value exchange podcast players. It's Thursday, guys. Knock it out of the park, and it will be Friday before you know it. Cruise through Friday and you hit the weekend. That's all that matters. Hope you have an awesome day, and we will catch up with you tomorrow.
Feel the light. I can feel the sun. 